What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, today is Monday, January 30th, and I kind of want to just do a quick recap of everything that went down the last couple days. Uh, if you've been following me on my social medias, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter specifically, um, you guys know that I went to Memphis, Tennessee uh, for the release of body cam footage and other footage of uh, the police beating of Tyree Nichols. So uh, everything that kind of led up to the moment, why I decided to go, kind of what was happening on the ground, what happened a little bit behind the scenes. I wanted to just break down that timeline for you guys. But uh, basically Thursday, it was announced that uh, they would be releasing that body cam footage on Friday at around 6 p.m. local time in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, it was then that I talked it over with some of the journalist friends, uh, Jorge Ventura, Julio Rosas, other journalists that were going to be uh, they're looking to go as well. And then I was in contact with some other journalists like Andy No, uh, just kind of talking about like what what we were kind of seeing on social media. Um, so for those of you who might not know, I've, I've, been, I've covered protests uh, for many, many years. Um, 2017, 2018, I was out there uh, in some of the protests here locally uh, when Donald Trump first uh, got uh, inaugurated and then uh, he was in office. I started looking uh, into protests because I thought it was really interesting, just kind of the dynamics behind the protests, some of the rioting and, and, and obviously leading up into the George Floyd riots. Um, I, I'm very I, I like to consider myself like I, I, I like to be very politically involved also outside of like independent journalism. I, I like to kind of be boots on the ground uh, uh, protesting, stuff like that. I know a lot of people think that it's very pointless. I've never necessarily found it to be pointless. I understand the purpose of a protest. I understand why there's a need for it. I know that it builds community. It draws people out. It raises awareness uh, for for a pl uh, multitude of things. And so it was just really interesting to me to kind of, okay, well, what, what is it that we're protesting, right? Specifically talking here about Memphis, Tennessee. The five police officers that were involved uh, were arrested and, or I'm sorry, not arrested, they were fired. They were relieved of, of duty, and then they have been charged with second-degree murder, among other charges as well. And so I wanted to kind of see, okay, well, what's going to happen in Memphis? And we were hearing a lot of chatter. Uh, last week, I, I did an entire segment. If you haven't seen that, maybe look at one or two videos right before this one on the entire case of Tyree Nichols and what happened with the police officers, what they're being charged with. So if you want to know more about that, I highly recommend going into uh, the, the previous video before this one. And, and seeing everything that was happening, the interviews that were being had, uh, the fact that the five police officers were let go, I think that we were preparing, at least in my opinion, for something pretty massive. I, I you know, Obviously, when the George Floyd riots happened, there was a lot of confusion. There was a lot of division as far as how people felt about the video when it was released on George Floyd and, and the circumstances behind it. Uh, but I think that everyone's been pretty united when it comes to this video of Tyree Nichols coming out of Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, there's there's parts of the video where you can clearly see. Um, I mean, this is just one short segment here uh, that I, I retweeted. This was last week, January 27th, just to kind of show you guys for context in case you haven't seen it. But this is one video here. And it has no sound, but I'll describe it for you guys. It looks like one, two, three four police officers i believe they already have him in handcuffs so they're handcuffing him handcuffing him now and then i'm going to fast forward a little bit uh this is when they pepper sprayed him i believe the police officers involved this is just three right now 
accidentally pepper sprayed themselves. So you can see one police officer off in the distance, and then here he is struggling. And right here, they, they, it looks like they have him handcuffed. They stand him up. There's four police officers, and they begin to just beat him. What the police officers that's holding him by his handcuffs and his hands is just they're standing him up and then they're just beating his face. And I'm, I'm going to stop this now because I don't, I don't know if I'm actually going to get like a, a strike on, on YouTube or not because of, of, of the of the severity of that video. But um, it was really bad. And I think that everyone that's seen it says, like, dude, this is absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong what's happening. And so everything that leading up to that, I, I made the decision to go to Memphis. I, I knew that there might have been some other protests. Usually when this happens, we see protests in other major cities, including Los Angeles. But I made the decision to go to Memphis because we thought that Memphis was going to be so bad. And, and the thing is, most journalists don't cover these style protests because it's extremely dangerous to go to these places. Uh, the media is not necessarily wanted. I have been to a lot of these style protests uh, the, 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 the police and, and the racial, racial conflict, all that stuff to these style of protests. And what I have seen is that the media is usually ran out. They don't want them recording what the protesters are doing or going to do later in the evening. And so they were kind of like ran out. And so it's really up to us as independent journalists. We arrive to these style protests and it's really on us to just kind of defend each other and protect each other. And we actually did have one confrontation with 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 some of the protesters, and I'll, I'll let you guys know about that. But I kind of want to build a timeline for you guys. So basically on Thursday, as I was uh, getting to, before I got jumped into the, to the video, it was kind of ramping up to, hey, it looks like Memphis is probably going to burn tonight, right? Um, the, especially with the police officers all being fired. The fact that five police officers were fi fired and charged with murder were like, okay, this has to be a really bad and, and damning video. They think about this. I made the decision after talking with several other journalists, like, you know what? I think it's going to get really, really bad. I think it's best that we all go um, and, and, and not to like oversaturate our social channels with, with the same footage or different angles, but mostly to take care of each other. A lot of us don't work for major media companies. We don't have a budget to put together security or, or a bodyguard or anything like that. So it's really just been on us in the last couple of years to just kind of work together collectively and just look out for each other. Uh, this has happened with, with, with James Klug, with Jorge, with everybody. We're, we, we all have a game plan. We get together. There's a place where we all meet up and then we come up with a game plan of what's going to happen if things go really sideways. What happens if somebody gets arrested? What happens if someone gets attacked? What happens if they discover one of you guys because they, they know we're outsiders or, you know, maybe they don't like our conservative views or whatever it might be. Right. And this does happen. And again, I'll, I'll prove it to you guys or show it to you guys or explain it rather uh, here shortly. But. Uh, so we decided that where we're going to go. So we made a point to go to Memphis. And so the next day, Friday, um, we went ahead and flew in to Memphis, Tennessee. So we were we got there in the afternoon and uh, it was Jorge and myself, my friend Jorge Ventura uh, and myself. We were both kind of live around the same area. So we, we took the same flight. We headed out there and then we immediately went to go check into our hotel. And then 
we kind of were getting ready to go uh, to, to where they were going to be protesting. And then this is kind of what that looked like. So this is the first video that I uploaded January 27th. It said, happening now, a few hundred protesters are currently marching at Martyrs Park in Memphis as they await body, police body cam footage to be released. So this was actually posted right before the body cam went bu uh, public, or at least the footage. And this is what that looked like. So you can see, obviously, lots of media, lots of photographers. Here's Actually, I wanted to pause it. Well, I wanted to pause it right there because you guys can kind of see the people that were actually organizing this. Let me see this. Just these two people right here in the middle. Um, they're wearing shirt, uh, sweaters that say PSL. PSL is a party for socialism and liberation. Forget the the liberation thing because socialism does not liberate. It enslaves. Um, it incarcerates. It, it, it puts people in chains. That, that, that's just the reality of socialism. Um, and, and, and that's my opinion, you know, and it, it, if you don't agree, that's that's fine, too. You know, just in my opinion from everything that I've seen and studied, most importantly. <clears throat> but it says justice for Tyree Nichols, Joe Killer Cops, which the killer, the quote unquote killer cops, because right now it's still alleged they have to prove right that they that it was a result of this police beating that the. Tyree Nichols just died, so allegedly. Um, and so to me, my first question was, well, what are they protesting? The police officers have already been fired. You can't really say that this was racist because it was five black police officers and a black suspect. So a lot of people always tell me, like, why is it that they're still protesting? And this is what I will say. I, I'm a huge advocate for protesting huge 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 i'm all about organizing mobilizing making sound and, and getting out there and, and raising the alarm on injustice i'm a huge advocate for it that's why i love covering these protests because to me i see the difference that they make whether it's signing petitions raising awareness letting other people know that you're fighting for the same cause uniting behind something that people believe in whatever it might be I know a lot of people, I'd say an overwhelming majority of Americans think that protests are extremely stupid, irrelevant, and, and um, well, actually, you know what I just noticed? You guys have not been able to see the videos, but let me see here. This is this is the video here that I was telling you guys. Let me see. That's that's that video right there. And then this real quick. This is the video of the police cam footage. And this is what I was talking about with them. I mean, this is just this is pretty crazy stuff. <clears throat> All right. And so we began at Martyrs Park and then the first thing that we did was head on over to like a, a an off ramp at a freeway and I'm going to show you guys what that looked like here. Okay. 
So obviously you can see traffic will stop. So obviously you get the point here. And she, what she was talking about was shut down the Scorpion unit. And I'll get that. I'll get to that here shortly. So now when I say that I'm all for like politicians of that, obviously I don't, I personally don't see the point in, in shutting down traffic and, and making innocent people have to wait. Right. That has nothing to do with the police department. I understand that. But the reality is, is that this is effective. Now all the people waiting and wondering what's going on, now they're going to be aware of what's going on. They're going to say, oh, like this is what, oh, I had no idea that this happened. And there was a lot of people that had no idea what was going on. They were just like, oh, you know what? I kind of heard something about that. And I could see some of the protesters talking to some of these people in their cars. And when they were told like, yeah, man, I mean, that that's wrong. What happened, right? And they're and they, you know, they say like, hey, I, I, I don't necessarily like having to stay here in traffic, but if this is what you guys are fighting for, again, what is this doing? Raising awareness. That's exactly what it's doing. And so <clears throat> the third one here, this is when we made ourselves over from that off ramp and onto the I-55. This I-55, it was a bridge that connects Arkansas to Tennessee, and I'll let you see what that looks like. So there you can see the show. So, so here, and then here's like a, like a still video or a still photo for you guys. So you guys can see right here in the background, right around there's like this area right here where the mouse cursor is. This is where you can see going into the back. That's the bridge. And that's where it was. Now, again, a lot of people obviously saying this is stupid. Why are they shutting down traffic? What do these people have to do with anything? In my experience, what I have seen. It's when protesters get to the highway and they're shut down. These people are starting to call 911 and they're saying there's people playing in traffic. What do we do or what are you guys going to do about this? I would, I, you know, and this is going to be like, you know, an assessment and, and, and analytic review of what I kind of saw transpire, what I've seen in the past and what I saw here in Memphis and why I believe things did not escalate to where they were supposed to or where. Not where they were supposed to. Obviously, no one can really predict how these things go, but where they usually go. The police in Memphis took a hands-off approach. Usually, in almost every single case that I have seen, when protesters shut down a highway, the police move in immediately because they don't want traffic to be stopped. They want to clear traffic so that people can just go home, especially on a Friday night, which is when this happened. This happened on Friday, January 27th. Talked to a lot of truckers, talked to a lot of people on the bridge that were stuck. And they're like, dude, I just want to go home. I'm tired. I, I get their calls. I get why they're angry. I just I just want to go home. I, I want nothing to do with this. Right. <clears throat> so. In shutting down the freeway, 
what I anticipated to happen was police was going to confront them. But for whatever reason, and this is really interesting to understand, is the Memphis PD decided they're going to take a complete hands-off approach, meaning there was zero effort to try and remove them. We did see police off in the distance, and we saw some police choppers up in the air, and we even saw some drones. I've seen police use drones before to kind of get an up-close look at what's what's kind of happening, how many people are there, etc. So then we move on here. Uh, uh, they finally walked off the bridge. So this is like after a couple hours, we finally moved off the bridge and we were actually headed in the direction of the police. And I'm like, uh oh. And in this video, you can see police sirens off in the distance. I, here's me zooming in from the police sirens so you can see. I also had no I also had no idea if they the police had actually already formed like a police line which again is something that I usually see. As a matter of fact this very same night police in Los Angeles were already having problems of their own with protesters in Los Angeles and they did form a police line. And then it says here and this is the video here breaking protesters headed toward police presence. We are ready for y'all. So I'll show you what that looked like. Let me see here. Here we go. So again, this is protesters. They were for they, they kind of huddled up and they're like, guys, we're going to walk toward the police. And, and, and we're going to walk together. We're going to interlock arms, which is what they did. And they were like, and they were starting to chant, we are ready for y'all, meaning we are ready for the police. We are ready to head toward the police and clash. Right. And so then this is uh, I, I, I updated that with police are actually leaving the scene as protesters began marching toward them. I've never seen anything like this before. And I kind of got like a little bit of pushback on that, saying like you've never seen police like move away from from protesters. You got to understand, I, I usually cover protests in Los Angeles. And no, I don't see that. Usually, if the protest uh, has a permit, regardless of what the protest is about, the police escort the protesters around because they have a permit and they're allowed to march downtown Los Angeles, et cetera. So, et cetera. So I get to see police kind of escorting them around. But what I've never seen up until this day is that as the protesters that have just locked down traffic at a, a, a very big bridge in a high traffic area, police, as the protesters are approaching police, I haven't seen them just leave. Like there was maybe five six police cars and a couple undercover uh units and they all just left as the protesters and media approached them there was no confrontation there was no like hey guys you guys got to get off the bridge or you can't be in traffic or etc etc they just left so maybe it's happened elsewhere i'm just letting you know that's never what i have personally seen i like when, when the police are there it means you either need to stop what you're doing or you need to head a different way. And that's, again, from my personal experience. So it says protest. Uh, uh, so then we kind of march around a little bit. We, we, we I actually did a hit uh, with Fox News 
um, during that time we were marching, but at, toward the end it says protesters have returned to Martyr Mark, Martyrs Park where the protests first began and are calling it a night. They say they will be back out again tomorrow, ready to march. They did not return the next day due to rain. It was actually raining pretty bad in Memphis, so they ended up protesting early in the day. Um, but they were basically celebrating. And then this is like a video that I posted. This was happening in New York that very same night. And I'll show you guys. This is Olia Scootercaster. Congratulations on your baby, by the way, Olia. Um, and, and this is what was happening in New York. You can see a guy here on top of a police car. Take him down. Back up, back up, back up, back up. All right, so that was happening there, and then Los Angeles was also pretty bad. Uh, this actually happened. The National Guard was called into Atlanta, and this is what this video looked like there. That was really interesting. So here you can see National Guard. Uh, Governor uh, Kevin uh, Kemp of uh, Georgia had called in the National Guard. I believe up to 1,000 troops were deployed to the inner city of Atlanta because they thought protests were going to get pretty bad. And this is what that looks like there. And then um, the very uh, that same night over at Memphis, we actually did hear in the dead of night, like around 2, 3 in the morning, um, that uh, there was some couple lootings, but I'm gonna give you an insight here on this. So this is BG on the scene. His name is Brendan. If you don't follow him, highly recommend that you follow him at BG on the scene. And uh, this was a GameStop that had been looted at like around 1:30 in the morning, two in the morning. On Oh really? Yep. Ah damn. Yep. Ooh, empty. Hell, bro. Yep. Shit. Well, they said she told me it took like 40 people. So 40 people ready to spot. So that's that. There was also like a couple other places that also got um, that also got looted. Now, this is what I will say. We were talking to some Memphis locals and they told me that crime like this in GameStop was actually already on the rise. There's a lot of smashing grabs. There's a lot of looting happening in Memphis. So I don't believe, and again, this is just, I'm not gaslighting you here. I'm not trying to lie to anyone. I'm not trying to sway anyone one way or the other. This is just, from my experience, everything that I've seen, um, is that I don't think this was related to the protest. The protesters left, but the looting happened the day before. It happened the day of. It happened the day after. And even on Saturday night when there was no protest, there was looting that night. There was a liquor store that ended up getting robbed uh, or, or looted, rather, um, it, 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 in the night as well. And it happened like at one in the morning or something like that, if I remember. Uh, but this was interesting because on Saturday, the, po the Memphis Police Department, this is their website, they came out with the immediate release schedule uh, presser. And it said that the Scorpion unit had been deactivated. Uh, this is uh, apparently some of the members that apprehended Tyree Nichols were part of the Scorpion unit. And it says Scorpion unit deactivated. Today, Memphis police officers assigned to the Scorpion unit. And the Scorpion acronym stands for Street Crimes Operations to Restore Peace in Our Neighborhoods. Met with Chief Selin C.J. Davis to discuss the path forward for the department, the community, and the aftermath of the tragic death of Tyree Nichols. In the process of listening intently to the family of Tyree Nichols, community leaders, and the uninvolved officers who have done quality work in their assignments, it is in the best interest of all to permanently deactivate the Scorpion unit. Now, if you remember that I posted a video of the night before where the 
the activists were calling for the dismantling of the Scorpion unit. And I'm going to replay it back for you guys. Right here. There it is. The demands are clear. Shut down the Scorpion unit. And guess what? A day later, after the demands of not just these local protesters, but also the parents of Tyree Nichols, those demands were met. So what was different about this one than, say, all the other ones? The difference was the police listened to the demands of not just the activists, but of the family of the deceased. Also, what was different? The five black, uh, the, the five black officers that allegedly beat and killed Tyree Nichols, as opposed to if they were right, if they were white. We are also now discovering that there was one white police officer that apparently was um, was involved and he has been relieved of duty today. Um, and and I, I haven't fully looked into that. I'm going to do a little bit more of a deep dive tomorrow with what happened there. Um, but that is really what happened. And this is what was so different about these about this one compared to the other ones is that before the police footage was even released, the five police officers involved were fired. They're being charged with second-degree murder, among other charges, and they were already in jail. And I think all of them posted bail except for one. Um, and then they shut down the unit that people were calling for. So when we were in the bridge, obviously people were angry that they shut down traffic, but I was actually talking to a local man who who a black man who had lived there in Memphis all his life. And he said uh, he lived in the apartments near the bridge and he saw that there was a crowd gathering. So he decided to come out. And so he he told me I, I wished he would have done an interview with me. And I asked him for an interview, but he declined to do an interview. But he told me that he didn't understand why people were protesting. He's like, look, I thought about coming out and protesting myself, but I just what are we protesting? They're talking about justice. Justice has been served. The, the, the five police officers have been fired and they're being charged with second degree murder. And on top of that, um, now we know, obviously we didn't know at the time, the Scorpion unit that they wanted dismantled has been dismantled. And then you had the chief of police who was condemning the police officers. So you kind of have both sides there. You, you like saying like justice was served. So w what's the problem here? You know, what, what, what is going on here? And and this is like another store that also got looted. It was called Hibbets. This is what that looked like. Obviously, you guys can see here. Doors were pried out and they went in there. We actually went to this location ourselves and it was boarded up alongside some of the other as well. But yeah, so I knew that, uh, you know, a lot of you guys had supported the work that I did, and, and I appreciate you guys allowing me to go out there and, and be with other journalists, great journalists that you guys rely on for a lot of your news and stuff like that in your media. And so I appreciate to the people that I, and, but, but it was definitely a learning experience for me in the sense that I truly believe that the way the media was putting everything out, the way the chief of police was condemning the police officers and saying that this is the, one of the worst videos she's seen. Uh, in, in her entire career and lifetime. In my opinion, this was far worse, in my opinion, than George Floyd, for sure. Um, but I think that there was a lot of different factors as to why it probably... 
um, didn't get the uh, the violent response. And again, I think that it has to do that the police officers were black and the suspect was black. So you can't really use racial profiling there. I think that it has to do with that they were fired even before the footage was released. I think that it's because the family was calling for peaceful protests as well, um, pleading with the community, please don't get wild, please don't make it violent, Sarah, Sarah. And I think that it's because in talking with a lot of the community, a lot of them felt like the justice had already been served. So why would they go out there and protest as big? Now, obviously, Los Angeles went off. We had New York also went off. I think Portland also went off. Uh, D.C., they also had some protests. Seattle had some protests as well. Um, and and it, was, it got pretty bad. It got pretty bad in, uh, I know, Los Angeles and New York. There was, like, vandalism. Uh, there were some scuffles with police, but not in Memphis. And so... I just kind of wanted to give you guys like my two cents on everything as to why things I don't think escalated to to what maybe people thought it was going to be. Um, but uh, I was glad I was there to cover to kind of get that because this is something I just never saw before. And and, and, and again, I'll be very honest with you guys in, in previous protests. What I have seen is that usually it escalates when there is a heavy police presence because there's a lot of anger at a protest. There's a lot of anger at these at these riots. And and I understand the need for having police there, obviously, right? We need to protect businesses. We need to protect, you know, civilians or people caught in the crosshairs, whatever it might be. Um, but but what what I've noticed is the minute there's like a police line and the protesters come up on the police line, that's usually when it gets really hectic. People start throwing things. There's a lot of vulgar comments made toward the police, anti-cop sentiments. People just they see police and it just triggers them. It 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 it, it, be, it starts something inside of them that they they probably wasn't there before they saw the police and so they want to fight the police. They want to throw things at police, assault them, etc. And then it just becomes like a whole big thing. But um, you know, again, thank you guys. You know, for the people that supported me, that continue to support my work, so I can kind of get out there and kind of see this different perspective of. Who knows? Maybe that's where we're, what we're headed to. We're, we're headed to these protests, hands-off approach. If, 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 this, if this is what it means by mostly peaceful, then and if police say, see that it works, maybe this might be an approach that they, they, they try. They're like, hey, we're just going to let them do whatever they want. And again, is this the right move? I don't, I don't know. I'm not the person to, to say that. There's people stuck in traffic. There's people just wanting to go home. If, as far as I know, it's illegal to impede traffic, especially on a major highway. So, I mean, they're technically breaking the law, right? But there, nobody was murdered. Nobody was hit. There was no violent altercation other than the looting in the dead of night. There was a lot of people that, you know, um, uh, uh, it was just peaceful for them, you know, and they, they went home. And that's what happened. So I would say prepare to see maybe more of that. Instead of having like civil unrest, I think what you're going to see is these big cities having a hands-off approach saying, hey, in Memphis, we expected a very violent night. We stayed away from the entire protesters, and it led to a, pe a mostly peaceful night. A fiery, but mostly peaceful night. No, yeah, right. But uh, no, yeah, I just wanted to kind of debrief you guys on that. And um, again, thank you guys for the continued support. I know this one went a little bit longer, but I, I really wanted to kind of give you like a very deep like breakdown on on what i saw what was leading up to it and then what i what i think of it you know looking at it retroactively but back at home back making the segments and i and i thank you guys for that so let me know what you're what, what you guys think about this do you think that 
you know, this is the way moving forward. Is this a hands-off approach or should, should they not? If, if it means mostly peaceful, just shutting down traffic, let's just leave them alone. Let's just let them do what they want or, or you know, just anything. Anything about the video, let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Um, I don't know if this is going to be like a couple weeks long protest. I know that there was a protest yesterday in downtown Los Angeles as well Sunday, uh, but that ended up also mostly peaceful. And I think it's because again, police kind of took a hands off approach even here in Los Angeles from what I understand. Uh, but we'll see. All right. With that guys, let me know in the comments down below what you think. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe and I'll see you guys tomorrow, Tuesday. God willing. God bless guys.